Um, we'll get the Makita XGT Experience Professional Cordless Power Without Limits track update first of all. We'll go to you here, Mickey Gannon at Rose Hill. How do you think this track will play? Do you think that you'll need to be in the first half of the field or do you think that we might see a result like a jacket last year when the pace is on, you can come from behind and down the centre of the track? Well, we're on a good 4G, penetrometer 4.96 rails out two metres. My suggestion here is that 11, 1200 metre races up and in is the place you want to be along the rail on speed. Should play relatively fair. I think lanes sort of two to six will be ideal. I don't think you're going to see any winners coming down the Jackano lanes. So I don't think you want to be on back and wide runners. But uh, I think fair enough sort of tracks it up today. I think most runners will get their chance, G. All right, then let's take a look at this. Feature race, the Group 1 Golden Rose for the three-year-olds. And before we get stuck in to the thoughts of Bakes and also Mickey Gannon, let's hear from some of the major players. And the first interview that we'll listen to is uh, Kieran Maher, of course, trains a horse that's got a big chance there this afternoon in King, Colorado. And this is what Kieran Maher had to say when I had a chat to him on Thursday for Giddy Up Stable Mail. Uh, yeah, he's had a really smooth... Um campaign actually his, his first up run in the wings was great uh, wasn't beaten far form around him is very good and um, you know it was a big field I think he would have learnt a bit from it he was fairly raw as a two year old he's only had the, the three runs uh, before this campaign so um, yeah you know it was a, a big field I think he took a lot from it uh, both physically and and um, you know, education-wise, uh, he comes through it well. He's trialled well since, as you mentioned. And, uh, yeah, this has been his target uh, for, for quite a while. So he's at 5.50 with Pickle Bet. The favourite's still cylinder, but just at $4. Let's hear from uh, the racing manager for Cadolphin and Jason Walsh. He is, Gareth. Yeah, we're um, obviously very pleased with him. He's... Um, put those two wins on the board coming back at three as you say that's always important to see that when they race at the top level as a juvenile but um no we take him to the races on saturday with every expectation he'll run well again so the market with pickle bet militarized 650 has been easy this morning but it's been backed since the market's opened up after the official field on wednesday you could have got ten dollars with pickle bet now into 650 shinzo at 550 the whispers around Rose Hill are telling me that he's absolutely dead set flying, but some training performance here from Chris Waller, if he can produce his horse first up in a group one over the 1400. Cylinder at four, King Colorado at 550. Then we go to Moravia, looks the leader at 17, and Cap at 13. And then the Philly Charmstone at $6, Mickey Gannon. Who wins this year's Golden Rose? Intriguing race, G. Militarised. If you listen to the weekend preview, you would have got some of that $10. I think it's the right yeah. price now, though, around the $6.50 mark. Shinzo, clearly the best uh, push in the race. Tommy Barry, we had him on this morning. He was very, very keen. He's ridden Militarised, Shinzo, and Moravia in track work, and his biggest push was to Shinzo. Although he did suggest the track had a little bit of give in it, which would suit Militarised, but along the inside there, we'll need a bit of luck late. King Colorado for mine. G is probably the best horse in the race, the most progressive, and probably wins a feature in the spring. But on top today, I am leaning towards Militarise. Okay. What are you doing here, Bakes? I love the Golden Rose. It's one of my favourite races because it's a little bit like the Memsey at the start of the spring for the older weight for age horses. And I guess the Winks in a way where you get to see the horses going 
in different directions like the um, Shinzo and the cylinders that will probably head to an Everest or a Coolmore taking on horses like a Militarise in King Colorado who will head to a, a Caulfield Guineas over the mile at their next starts. Um, yes, it's, it, it is always just, just a fantastic race at this time of the year, especially for these horses that have, you know, look so progressive. Um, you know, it, it's such a shame that the, the Phillies record in this is like one from 47, because I think Charmstone is just absolutely flying and, and couldn't be any more impressive than she has been. But look, I'm, I'm actually with Gano. Um, I don't really have a lot more to add than, than what he's already said. I, I like militarise. I thought that run first up was huge. Um, you know, coming from wide, widest on the turn, and absolutely flew home. Um, I got a question mark on Cylinder at this distance. Uh, Shinzo first up, as you've said, what an effort that would be. But if anyone's going to do it, Waller could do it. And obviously, King Colorado, you know, the JJ winner. Uh, that run in that, you know, in that weight for age company was, was huge. So I think it's a King Colorado slash militarised race. And I think militarised might just get. So militarised there at the each way price at 650. Charmstone, no filly has won this race since 2008 when forensics won. And she won for Team Hawks. I think she won a slipper, didn't she? Um, yep. So she won in 2008. So she's the only horse... To, to win a Golden Rose, and that Golden Rose that year was ran six months later because of the EI situation. So that was that was the story there with um, that filly taking out the Golden Rose. So basically, at this time of the year, in 46 years, no filly's ever won this race. Um, and you're getting $6 for Charmstone. But in secret, I thought was brave. She was a mighty run in last year's... Um, Golden Rose. So I, I can't believe you lads are just disrespecting one horse here. No pace in this race. There's no pace at all, really. Cylinder with National Will is just going to land in a perfect spot. He's had two runs this preparation. If he got out earlier, he would have won the, the run to the Rose by three or four lengths. And no one's tipping him. No one wants a bar of him, Mickey Gannon. Would he, would he have run it by three or four? or would he have? Yeah, 100% he would have won. He didn't get out to late. Yeah, I know he, was, he didn't get out till late, but he still, when he did get out, he still only just got there. It wasn't like he jumped out of the ground and started to blow them away. He just scraped in. Well, he, he got out at the 100 metre mark, didn't he, Mickey, when I watched it last time? Well, well he, he, here's the issue you got, Jay, and this is why I'm against. I think 1,400 metres is a massive query simply because he got, he got out at the 100 metre mark, sprinted, and the sectionals were great, passed the post. Did not did not scream fourteen hundred meters. Now he'll need a, he'll need a soft run in transit. Absolutely no doubt. G Moravia goes forward. There's not a lot of speed. Group one stay in making race worth a million dollars. There's not a lot of speed on paper. So what are you put... thinking if you're a jockey? Well, I'm going to go forward here. The pace will be on. There'll be a three wide line. There'll be enough speed and cylinder won't run out of fourteen hundred meters. That's how I see it playing out, mate. So who, where's the speed then, Mick? We'll go through it. Um, yep. Militarise won't show any speed because he's going to a Caulfield Guineas and that's not his pattern. Shinzo yep. will go back from that gate. Cylinder will land in a nice spot. King Colorado will go back. Don Corleone will sit midfield. Moraviva will go forward, but no horse like an end cap is not going to take him on. Butch Cassidy might go forward. Um, Nadal will go back. Snapback will probably go back as well. So I don't know. And Charmstone will probably be third, third defence. 
Well, NCAP got ridden up last start, draws barrier three, will go forward. You just can't reverse the script on these horses. Once you push them forward, they learn that habit. It'll go forward as well. Yeah, but Snap he's not going to make the pace, is he? You don't have to make the pace. Moravi will be there. He pushes up, um, pace inside. And you've got Bush Cassidy from Waterhouse Bot. You're, any chance, do you think there's any chance on this earth that that horse is going to sit three or four pairs back? It'll be going forward, G. Yep. They'll, they'll walk, I reckon. I, I think it'll be a quickly run Golden Rose. But it's going to be a fascinating race. So I'm with Cylinder, Bakes. You're with uh, Militarise and King Colorado for you, Mickey Gannon. Um, uh, no, Militarise for me. King Colorado, the horse will be the horse to follow out of the race, though, G. All right, then. We'll take a quick break. I've got those two running top two. All right, then. We'll take a quick break. This is Winners on this Saturday morning live from the Crown Metropole. Thanks to Kilmore Toyota, Toyota Hilux, and Toyota Land Cruiser Specialist. And Picklebet, which has involved fixed odds. Get an extra place every race with Picklebet's top four betting. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, support um, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. I better go and get a coffee. My throat's just breaking up. We'll come back with plenty more straight after this. Welcome back to Winners on this Saturday morning. Great to be with you. This is the best time of the year. AFL preliminary final weekend, NRL preliminary final weekend, Group 1 racing in Melbourne and also in Sydney. Terrific day there at Toowoomba. It doesn't get any better and this is Winners. We are live at the Audio Hub here at the Crown Metropole Precinct. So come and say good day and uh, we can get excited about the footy finals at Crown. So SEN here all week. And this is winners thanks to Picklebet, which has involved fixed odds. Get an extra place every race with Picklebet's top four betting. You win some, you lose more for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Let's have a look at some of the other races in Sydney today. I tell you what, um, Bakes, Brett Baker joining us here along with Mickey Gannon. I'm looking forward to the Heritage, which is race four for the three-year-olds because we might learn something here. Who knows? Uh, this 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 race could produce an Everest horse with uh, osmosis. Yeah, could it? Uh, yeah. Well, what um, are you I, thinking I think here, Bates? I think that's a stretch. Look, osmosis is a very very progressive cult, and I spoke to the great man this morning, and he thinks you know he should be winning the race today. But Everest horse, I think that's a stretch. Um, yeah, I, I I think osmosis wins, but uh, all right then. I don't think he's on his way to a race in a couple of weeks in mid-October. So he's at $2.50 osmosis with Pickle Bet. Royal Tribute, I had a chat to Adrian Bott there on Thursday for Stable Mail, and he said if this horse wins and wins well, they'll answer the phone for a slot in the Everest. Now, when you analyse the Everest here, um, Bakes, I know you're laughing at me thinking I'm, I'm an idiot. I'm, no, I'm not laughing at you. I'm I'm, I'm laughing at the optimism of... of, of um, you know, both Adrian and, and, and beyond to a certain extent, that these horses could make the step. But we're talking about a listed race over 1,100 metres. Yeah. Going but, to the number one sprint race in the world. So what would, no, not, so what would, what would you do then if you, if you got like a Chris Wallace racing slot? Like, who do you look to then? You, you probably need to go, well, you were probably saying this about Giga Kick last year. I, I wasn't saying anything. I was just, I was watching. I, yeah. I, I remember going to the uh, the Calcutta the night before, and Giga Kick went for about six seven hundred bucks, and I thought, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, uh, I, I think I suggested I'd walk home from Rambic Racecourse if Giga Kick won, and uh, and I walked halfway <laughs> home and got an Uber. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know how good these three year olds are, Brett. No, I don't. Um, no. 
Anyway, look, let's see what the times are like today. Let's see how yep. they go. Um, but, yeah, look, osmosis does look a good thing. Trial brilliantly. Brilliant first prep. Um, right gate, right jockey. Very hard to beat. And you've got the mail from Bakes, Bjorn Baker. So when the two BBs line up, those horses are awfully hard to beat. Mickey Gannon, what are you doing here? I know that Nick Ashman on the Sydney set made the Gay Waterhouse train gallop a royal tribute his best for the day. Yeah, Gay gave us a huge push last week that this horse would go to the Heritage and be winning the Heritage. I'm with Osmosis. I think Osmosis has got the job done over Royal Tribute. I'm always going to be against Hawkesbury form, Hawkesbury, Hawkesbury data. Um, I just don't trust the data that comes out of uh, that track, that setup. Uh, no doubt Royal Tribute is a good horse and will probably run a really nice second here. But Osmosis made it look uh, second rate when they met last time. Now, no doubt Osmosis has to be screwed down, has to be at least 90% here. I think a 90% Osmosis gets the job over Royal Tribute. I'll take on Bakes and I'll suggest to you that if I had a slot that was um, waiting for a runner here in the Everest, I would be choosing an on-speed uh, three-year-old. And if Osmosis came out today, in fact, I would be on the phone to Bjorn saying, well, if you're that keen, let's lock something in now because the percentage will be a bit higher after it wins by three today. And you're and you're you're Beyond's business advisor these days. They tell me, Bake. So surely you can, you know. I look, I wouldn't him. be going that far. Hey, listen, if Beyond can get another runner in the Everest, I'll be incredibly excited. And you know, it'll be a, it'll be a longer Friday lunch than it usually is. So I'm more than happy uh, if that can happen. I just, yep. I just think it's stress. So all right, then I'll put this to you then, Bakes. Who would you put in the Everest if you had a slot? I knew you were going to ask me that, and I yeah. haven't given it a moment's thought. Oh, okay. All right. Then let you me, gotta, uh, let you me got, come you back got, to you. You've got 50 minutes to think about it. Yes, Mickey? Yeah, well, well, the greatest go. trainer in Australia probably potentially you know, will go to legendary status. Chris Wallace said he's looking for a three-year-old. Do you reckon we need Chris, to be looking for three-year-olds. Do you reckon, Chris, because it's basically the group of owners in Winx. Um, mm. We had a chat to Pete Ty there the other day. So... There, there's a group of um, Chris Waller clients in the Chris Waller slot there for, for the Everest. Do you think that if Cylinder, this is just, this this could be an example. Um, if Cylinder wins the Golden Rose today and wins well, do you reckon Chris rings Sheikh Mohammed and asks him if he could borrow his horse for, <laughs> for the Everest? One of his arch rivals, really, in Sydney racing, Cadolphin and Chris Waller racing. Mickey. No, no, <laughs> no, I don't think he will. No. I don't think he will. Um, uh, no, flat out, Bates. no, Jay. I think he he's a businessman. Liam Pry's got a job to make money for that syndicate. And if Cylinder's the best horse, they will try. I think they'll, I and, think they'll just sell the slot, sell the slot if, if that's the case, if that's yeah. where they've got to go. Hey, Bakes, do you reckon we could buy the slot? Yeah. Um, we could, yeah, let's um, let's do it then. I think so. Well, I reckon right, we have. Then. We won't be taking osmosis. (laughs) Not now. (laughs) Um, Let's have a look at the staying race, which some horses might be trying to use this as a lead up to the Metrop, which will be, of course, next week. And it's the Colin Stephen, of course. Just having a look at the market with Pickle Bet, we've got Allegron that's just going like a buster at the moment at $18. Desert Icon at seven. Sir Lucan at 13. Um, Athabaskan at 5.25. Al-Habir's been heavily supported here. This has been some go with Picklebet 3.30. Then Verona at 3.90. The rest are at double figures here, Mickey Gannon. 
Yeah, Athabaskan deserved um, second favorite off what it did last start. That was very good. Alhabir had a win over 2,400 meters in a listed race in the winter. Holds it in good stead. Joe Mira on board. Absolutely um, no shock to see it being well-backed. Pretty short now, though. And Verona, well, race shape was against last start. Zach Lloyd aboard now. Third run, 2,400 meters. They've got to be a little bit more forward in the run today. They can't make that same mistake again uh, this time around. I don't know what to do with this race. I think there's only three possibles in it, and I'm happy just to sort of watch and learn more, Bakes. Um, look, I, I'm a little bit um, biased here, so I've got to sort of uh, keep a lid on it. Um, Athabascan, I think, is probably the best horse in the race. And if the track was soft or if they'd bothered to water it yesterday, I would think that potentially... Well, you're having a crack at the track now, Bakes, are you? I'm good, mate, you know me. Look, I'm, I, there's no grey here, right? There's... I, <laughs> You know, I don't sit on the fence. Yeah. That's it. Um, if if the track was soft, I think he goes out and wins. Um, but I think it's probably going to be a little bit, the track's going to be a bit tough for him today. And I think he'll probably be feeling it at the end of the race. Alabir, lovely horse, um, 350 short enough. Verona, yep, really like it. Um, and then, of course, you got us down the bottom with 53 kilos at $4 a place. Um you know, Sarge has backed him up because the horse didn't even get a run in the Newcastle Cup. I mean, we just went through you know, a bit of track work by the looks of it. And um, we can definitely run a race there today. Alibi's the horse to beat. There's no doubt about that. But at $4 a place for Outlandos, I know where my money is. Oh, so Outlandos is your horse there. So 420 top three we can get. $7 top two with Pickle Bet top four, 280. Mickey, do you give Bakes any chance with Outlandos? Yes. Yeah. I certainly do. And Nick Ashman gave it a really good push this morning. I had it marked uh, $12, or sorry, $13.50. So we're currently getting $18. Is definitely a horse that you could have a shekel on. G. it'd be there or thereabouts. What are the plans, Bakes? Are you going back look, this from is, the barrier? Um, look, we'll try and push as far forward as we can, but he's, he hasn't got a great deal of barrier speed. But I'm hoping that Rachel, on that seven, with 53 kilos, can get him sort of... If we can get to midfield, it's perfect. I mean, yep. if we're sort of back further than midfield, well, then so be it. And it's probably where we do end up. But midfield would be ideal. Um, and then at around the 800-metre mark, no matter what's going on, we just push the button. And as long as he stays out of trouble, he'll sustain the run. He'll run 2,400 on his ear, and he'll be competitive. So it's when he gets stopped in those runs and he has to start again, uh, you know, like we did in the Grafton Cup, stuff like that, it becomes difficult for him. You just so, you just make sure you give Rachel the right instructions then because our great I'm mate... I'm not Dean going won't... out to the track today, so oh, I don't okay. actually well, give Rachel the right instructions. Oh, um, our great <laughs> mate, Dean Watling, does her speed maps for her. So, um, um, Dino, look out. Make sure Hopefully he's you, listening, G. Yeah, make sure you get that, those tactics right because Bakes, as you can see or you can hear this morning, he doesn't tolerate... Um, <laughs> He doesn't tolerate people not following his instructions. No anyway, fence, um, I'm only joking. Kilmore Toyota, oh, yeah. Toy, Toyota Hilux and Toyota Land Cruiser Specialist. This is winners. We are live, of course, from the Audio Hub in the Crown Metropole Precinct. So come and say good day. It's a big week. Footy finals are, are on at Crown, and this place will be buzzing all week. We'll take a break. We'll come back. In fact, we'll take the news, and then we'll come back and have a look at the Golden Pennant, which is one of the races of the day anywhere around the country. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.
let's go through the golden pennant. And thanks to Pickle Bet, we've got a tissue at 525. Espionis had good support, 225. Sue Gotcha at 360. And then She's a Belter at $14. Banana Queen at 11. And then big prices for the rest, headed by Diamond Dealer at $15. Brett Baker, who wins out of the Waller Runners, or is there an upset here? No, I don't think there is. Um, I can't back Espiona. I got too scarred during the course of Espiona finding her feet. Um, and I thought a tissues run first up was sensational over a, a an unsuitable distance. That horse is flying, and I think steps up today and wins this race. Mickey, love that, love that push. I, I'm with Zugotcha. I think it just gets map map favors. Sit more forward. Diamond Dealer rolls forward. Banana Queen rolls forward. Zugotcha just lands in behind them. Um, she will be the closest um, to the pace of the three Waller runners, and I suggest that she'll get the job done. You think she's going as well, Mick? And she has been? Yeah, so we spoke to Chris last, oh, sorry, two weeks ago, and he said that he aimed her at a Everest, wanted to see what she had in regards to turn a foot over 1,100 metres and essentially put his hand up and said, we probably got it wrong. She's, she's not suited there. And I've been waiting for her to get out to uh, 1,400 metres, third up. So not going as as well as what you'd expect in 11, 1,200 metre races, but 1,400 metres, this is her go. 0499736736. And Chris Wallen would know a lot, lot more than I, but... Sometimes that worries me a little bit when they train him at the start of a preparation thinking that they're going to be an Everest horse and then that doesn't quite work out because they haven't got that turn of foot. And you can understand why Walter would do that because he had a slot in the the Everest and she's a very talented filly. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how she goes today. There's no doubt about that. And they tell me, Bakes, you, you've flown first class before as well, unlike Mick and I. So Ryan Moore flies in and then he's got to go to Wyland. I don't know how he makes it. Uh, well, you know, there's a great old Queensland saying that I can't say on air. It's got something to do with spiders. Um, okay. He's not here to do that, you know, like yeah. he's here to get the job done. So, um, yeah, I, you, you gotta be wary. I mean, he's, he's one of the best jockeys in the world. Well, he's the best. I think he's clearly the best jockey in the world. James McDonald might have something to say about that. No, anyway. I think J-Mac would be second to Ryan Moore. I think Ryan Moore, he's had 14 group ones already this season. Everywhere he goes, he rides group one winners, Sydney, Hong Kong, America. He's dominated Europe once again, along with Frankie. So you think he would have had his pick of the horses today in the Woolly Up? Who, Ryan Moore? No, I don't think so. I definitely know he like he's he's come here to ride Shinzo, and then they've looked after him a little bit with a few other rides. Yeah. Um, but if he was here full time, he would probably get the pick of any ride he, he he would want. But it'd be interesting to see how he goes today with Shinzo. But we've already had a chat about that. We need to have a look at the Shannon Stakes, which is race seven there at Rose Hill, and this is another interesting race because there's a few chances here. Kerwin's Lane nine fifty. Sempheus at 480. Then we go down to Crosstalk at 675. Waterford, who was really good the other day, at 245. Lions Rule. Love the appointment of Damien Lane there at $14. And then Flying Crazy Bakes at 950. In Williamsburg. Um, I think he's a good each way play today at $12. Your thoughts, Bakes? Um, look, this is my best bet of the day anywhere. Waterford's come back just brilliant. And. Uh, you could have got three bucks on him on Wednesday, which I did. Um, I think he's a lot shorter than that now. Uh, the, the gelding operation has clearly worked. 
I mean, imagine how good we'd be as gelding. You know, we'd be doctors and lawyers. Speak and for stuff. yourself, we'd be on the radio. We'd be superstars. So um, Waterford, <laughs> I think, is yeah, it's my best bet all day. So okay. I think he just win. Interesting one there, yeah. So Waterford last start was very, very good. I think it had what you probably describe as a good run. Came back very, very well. I think heading to a Epsom, uh, so Correct. Chris suggested. Williamsburg has some good figures. Not sure about it uh, this time around, but flying crazy meets um, Waterford two and a half kilos better. Gets a jockey upgrade in Zach Lloyd, draws barrier three, can sit closer today. And I think we could flip the map over Waterford flying crazy this time around. You've got to take 260 Waterford. You've got to take, or you can take $11 flying crazy. I'm willing to be in the flying crazy yard each way. I think Lions Raw has a big run in it. I think Waterford's going to be there or thereabouts and Crosstalk's going to roll forward. The best version of Crosstalk with a soft lead can win this race. Just not sure which version we're going to get. So I'm happy to play, G. Five, six, seven, and nine in, in a nice little exotic. Let's run through these last couple of races quickly. Charlton Lane, 245. I love this horse. Is he a winning chance, Mickey Gannon, in the, the second last in the Shandon? Yeah, if the track plays fair, Charlton Lane should be getting the job done, yep. G. One of the better horses going around in the later stage of that card. What are you thinking here, Bakes? I agree 100% with Gannon. And I, I would imagine Kira Mars scratched that Horse that I think everybody was really looking forward to seeing in that last race there in uh, Sydney today. And um, her name is my um, computer just updates. Extravagant star. Yeah, extravagant star. So she's scratched. And if if Hohoi's the favourite at $4.60, God help us. Makes me nervous, G, because I had her on top. I had a Mark 460. I think she was about, oh, God, maybe like $8 or something during the week. Can, but I'll just yeah. wait and see. 1,100 metres, get back horse, barrier nine. You want to see the track playing fair. So I don't think um, we're going to be having anything on a height right now. But if the if the track's playing really fair and you can make up distance come the last race, well, she could finally break through for a second win. Scary they, to say. Yeah, 17 starts for just the one win, Bakes. Yeah, it's it's tough when you're sort of looking at that. What about Rainbill to run a race? Yeah, I think she's no. I I think she's a a big chance think at ten dollars. Yeah, I don't think it was the worst sort of you know comeback. I thought it was okay. It's you know as you guys have pointed out, it's an incredibly open race. Um, yeah, yeah. I, look, I I really hope um, extravagant star. Matt, isn't it incredible what a stable change can do? I mean, wow, that horse just buying it's such a shame we don't get to see it today but yeah let's just hope we're not waiting uh to make our money in the last because it could be a uh it could be very cold cold chicken soup for dinner not good 